Welcome to Red, White, and Brown, a podcast that discusses the interesting upbringing of first-generation Thaisi Americans. I'm Prerak. And I'm Sophia. So today, Sophia, we're going to be talking about something that's taken the Daisy community by storm, and that is the show Never Have I Ever. Have you watched it? Yeah, I have. Great. So obviously this is very popular on Netflix, and today we're going to talk about the show's general plotline, the positives, the negatives, and what we think could have been done differently. Okay, awesome. But so anyone who hasn't seen it, there are definitely going to be spoilers in this episode. Definitely. Um, So yeah, maybe skip this one, watch it after the show. Um, But anyways, do you want to tell us about just like an overview of the plot? Definitely. So if anyone has seen this show, you'll know that this is a very similar coming of age story for a teenage brown girl who's living, I believe, in, like, Pasadena, California. Buckle up for some steamy teen romance. <laughs> oh, shit. It's, it's almost like a sitcom without a laugh track, but each of the episodes is something that she's, like, never done. And so the title of each episode is, like, Never Have I Ever Felt Super Indian or Never Have I Ever Seen, like, a... Never Have I Ever Been a Big Fat Liar or Never Have I Ever Pissed Off Everyone I Know. And based on the titles of these episodes, it basically describes something she's never done. And throughout the course of the episode, she ends up doing it. So, for example, in the episode where it's Never Have I Ever Pissed Everyone Else Off, she pisses everyone off in that episode. (laughs) So this is – in the process of each of these episodes, Davy, who is the main protagonist of this show, ends up you know developing and coming of age, and she's a high schooler. And it seems like it initially starts with the passing of her father, and then kind of describes how she copes with that and the multiple stressors in her life as she's trying to get into college and deal with being a brown girl. So, you know, that's kind of how it is. And the first ten episodes are just kind of describing her challenges. So, Sophia, based on this plotline, what were some positives that you had to say about the show? Okay, yeah. So um, I think one of the main positives is that I really like how the show appealed not just to a Desi audience, but also just to, I think, a broader American audience in general. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the non-Desis that I've talked to have really enjoyed the show. Um, I remember I was doing my sub-I here. Uh, which is just, like, a rotation in medical school. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the other, like, the interns and residents were talking about how they wanted to watch it, and they thought it was really cool, um, and, you know, none of them were Daisy. So it's I, I just think it's, like, they did a good job of actually placing themselves within just sort of American TV in general. It's not, like, a Bollywood-type show or... Yeah, it wasn't geared specifically to, like, Desi Americans, so Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, because we already have Bollywood, right? Yeah. Which we love, but we want representation in Western media. Absolutely. We want representation in Hollywood, in TV. So, like, I think this show did accomplish that. Um, and so that was, like, one of the main things that I thought was good because also, like, having this sort of representation is just important for, like, getting cultural recognition and, like, you know, building tolerance and respect for other cultures. And, like, I think this show does accomplish that goal of representation. What Absolutely. do you think? I think that's kind of along the same lines as what I was thinking because, as you were saying, we already have Bollywood. So growing up, it wasn't weird to me to see Indians on the screen, but it was still weird to me to see Indians particularly on like a white people show you know like and this was almost like a white people show where there Mm -hmm. were like the premise was like my family like a family like mine you know a brown family so I thought that was super cool because 
again, it made us feel included in, in this culture that I thought was so distinct from what I, what I grew up in. Mm-hmm. I, I also really appreciated how Davy was not like just a submissive brown girl mm-hmm. uh, because as, as the show started, it kind of portrayed her as someone who was a nerd who would get bullied a lot. So I was like, oh, great, another show about like a minority who's like a nerd and also a loser. Yeah. And she's definitely going to just, you know, try to solve herself out of this. But it ended up that she's, like, actually a very strong character. I love seeing her stand up to the bullies. She had just such savage comebacks. And so that made me feel good because even though she... Even though Mindy Kaling took this whole, like, submissive, like, first-generation immigrant nerdy approach, the person who plays that with Baby still has a lot of character and flair. And I want to give an example of this. So there's multiple scenes in the show where she has badass comebacks. But in one, someone was kind of making fun of Baby for her, like, poor flirting skills because she was trying to flirt with someone. And she just, like, bashes him. So I'm going to play that scene right now to show just an idea of how badass Davey was, even though she depicted, like, this nerd. Man, David, watching you flirt with Jonah was just about the saddest thing I've ever seen. And I saw my dad run over our cat. You know he's gay, right? Your cat? No, I didn't. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. I feel like uh, she's just such a strong character, and it's so nice to see brown women playing these, like, strong character, like, these main character roles, but then, like, you know, not really playing as much into the stereotypes. Absolutely. Um, So I like that. It's a great way to demonstrate that we, even as minorities, have power and personalities, right? Where before, when there's a minority on TV, they almost play the submissive role because minorities were expected to. But in this case, I almost loved how it was a flip of character. She she was this minority, but she was not going to take anyone's bullshit, you know? And so... In every other movie you have about a girl getting bullied, you often just see her take it and wallow in pity. But that, like, was not Davy at all. She would just be like, yeah, you're going to make fun of me, but I'm a badass. So that's how I do it. So I thought that was a huge positive. I love that. Any other positives from your side, Sophia? Yeah, yeah. So another pro, um, and something that I really appreciated, is that the characters actually looked like high school students. <laughs> And, you know, not insanely gorgeous ones. Like, a lot of these Like shows, Riverdale? Yeah, like Riverdale or Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, are about high school students, but then they'll pick these actors and actresses who are, like, 25-year-olds who are, you know, playing 16-year-olds on screen, which, like, A, there's, you know, something wrong with that. But then not only are they older, they're also drop-dead gorgeous, right? Like, they're all these, like, beautiful model, mm-hmm. Like, these models, Individuals, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, like... I think this show did a good job of portraying what high school students actually look like. And I think it's important for younger audiences to see that and realize, like, this is normal. Gossip Girl is not normal. Yeah, not everyone is beautiful and, like, miraculously perfect hair at all times. Especially, yeah, like, during high school, during these awkward, like, formative years, right? Like, you know... I think this was this was good. Like this is one of the only shows about high school students I think that I have seen that does a good job of like, you know, keeping within the age limits and not setting like really unattainable beauty standards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Cuz we all yeah, we definitely as a society I think have an issue with like these unattainable beauty standards, mm-hmm. especially for women. So, yep. you know, Having normal-looking people playing these roles on TV is one of the only things that can fix that, I think. So, yeah. How Um, about you? So the other thing I really liked was Mindy Kaling represented this traditional first-generation Desi American experience, but not in the stereotypical way that we're all so used to hearing, which is 
you know, parents come with $1 in their pocket and they struggle and struggle and struggle. Um, we didn't see as much of that, you know, and, and I really appreciated that because you still got the first generation Desi American vibe, but it was a novel take, you know, like her dad passes away uh, and her mom is becomes an, uh, I think she's a dermatologist. So there is some, yeah. some aspects there, but it wasn't this traditional thing that I was expecting. So I, I really appreciated that. I, I agree with that. Like a lot of immigrants who did come to the States were actually highly educated mm-hmm. and, you know, were doctors in their home country and stuff like that. So exactly. I agree. I think it wasn't like the typical thing that we're used to hearing exactly so it was well done so now that we've talked about the positives and we definitely both were fans of the show but we also think there was some room for improvement so what did you think about some negatives Sophia what what negative aspects of the show did you feel could be improved yeah so okay one of the negatives that I was thinking about was that Davy was like clearly pretty embarrassed about her culture Mm -hmm. Um, which I think a lot of us in the West can relate to, especially when we're younger, right? Not as much anymore, but like when you're a kid or you're in high school and you're trying to fit in, I, I get it. I totally understand why the show had to have that, Mm -hmm. um, and had to show her discomfort Mm -hmm. with her culture. But I also feel like it wasn't really resolved. So it's like, they just showed her being, like, not proud of her culture, and then that was it. The season ended. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like there was too much growth or, like, resolution. Yeah. Um, I, and I think, like, during further seasons, like, there will be a resolution, and I'm sure they're going to show her becoming more comfortable with her culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like, looking at this season alone in a vacuum, I feel like, yeah, there was no resolution of that. Mm-hmm. Um or even so, like small developments. I didn't see much of that either, right? Like she moves out. She she kind of doesn't like appreciate her mom and that yeah. as much. So yeah, I agree with you. There wasn't much resolution. Right. And then in the end, like the last episode, okay, yes, they they poured like the dad's ashes and stuff, mm. but I don't feel like that equals like now she's comfortable with her culture. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. So. Um I think I'm going to piggyback off of that and say like I did not like that they still stuck to a lot of Desi stereotypes. So I know I mentioned I like the fact that they picked a pretty novel first-generation Desi American um, vibe, but mm-hmm. I still didn't like how they stuck to certain certain aspects of the stereotypes of our culture that have oh, been yeah. portrayed in the Western media. Absolutely. So, for example, there was the Ganesh Puja episode where Devi meets one of her older friends from high school who's like another brown dude. Mm-hmm. Um and she's like, yo, what's up? What are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm just back from Stanford. Um, and I just thought that was, like, so weird. Like, you're just reaffirming these stereotypes of, like, Daisy's yeah, yeah. being model minorities. Like, even Davy wants to go to, like, Princeton. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, gung-ho. Like, this is all I want. And even you, as a Princeton grad, you know, like, no one can just get into Princeton. You know, like, you can, like have your goals set on it but you can't just be like binary like I this is the only place I want to go and it almost made it seem like Davey was just like so gung-ho about it and it's reaffirming these stereotypes that our parents are kind of imposing on us by seeing something like this um and so I'm gonna play the scene where she actually meets the friend from Stanford okay and we'll see exactly what I'm talking about and I'd love to hear your thoughts afterwards okay hey hey I was hoping I'd see someone cool here do you know if anyone like that is coming? Ouch, burn. So, why are you at this lame fest? Shouldn't you be at Stanford, like, playing frisbee with the computer? I actually really wanted to come. To Ganesh Puja at a public high school in the valley? Are you insane? Tell me the truth. Do they send you home on medical leave? Are you suicidal from Accutane? No. Look, 
I know I used to clown on this every year, but the truth is, I kind of miss Pooja. Are you kidding? When I get into Princeton, I'm never coming back. Wow, yeah, no, you're totally right. Um, it totally reaffirms the model minority myth. Um, and I feel like we need to acknowledge that, like, okay, number one, it is okay to be average. Like, that's what average means, right? Like, yeah. most people are, are average, average, and that's fine. And the second thing is, like, we as Desis, like, we know people who go to community college and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. not every Desi, obviously, does become a doctor or an engineer, and, like, that's fine. And I think it's important to recognize that on screen rather than, like, portraying it as, like, oh, like, these, you know, California sort of, like, wealthy... High-achieving. ...they see Americans, like, all go to Stanford and Princeton because that is false. Exactly. Um, it's actually the farthest from the truth. And the yeah. funny part is now you're putting it on a screen being seen by millions of people, and all of those millions of people can be white people, they can be brown people, they can be people of all cultures, but now we're projecting this image which society has already created of us, and we're kind yeah. of reaffirming that. A absolutely. And, and I like, thought that was, like, a missed opportunity. They could have easily said he goes to not Stanford, you know, like, an, another, you know, like another university. Or, or something, like, something, which, like, even that is hard to get into. Exactly. Like, you know, but, yeah, I think it's important to show people with, like, normal, you know, nine-to-five day jobs or, like, people who are just, like, doing average and, like, are still happy with their lives. Ironically enough, the people who end up doing these, like, big professional schools and overachieving sometimes are not nearly as happy as someone who's just like, dude, I'm living my life and yeah, I'm happy. absolutely. So, yeah, totally. Totally agree with you. I think relaxing the stereotypes is going to take time, but I think us discussing it and, and people being cognizant of that is, is going to make a difference. Were there any other negative aspects about the show, Sophia, that you, you felt like you didn't appreciate? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... One of the things that I noticed um, was there was an opportunity in the show to sort of denounce Islamophobia within the sort of, I guess, Hindu community. Yes. Um, and I, so there was like this character in the show, a side character, mm -hmm. who was ostracized by the community for marrying a Muslim. And like, basically, she said that she regretted it. And she didn't really say anything about like, oh, our community is flawed, like, we shouldn't have this sort of approach to, you know, other, like, other people. Um, I don't know. I felt like there was an opportunity to just, like, call it out a little bit, especially Devi, as outspoken and, like, strong of a character as she is. Like, they could have easily had a line in there with her just saying, that's like, bullshit. oh, like, that's messed up. Yeah, like, like, that's all it would have taken, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like they just casually dropped this, like, Islamophobic bomb and then like didn't really address it or resolve it mm. and like also we have to kind of acknowledge the reality of like the way that you know presently like a lot of muslims are treated in india and not to get like too political but like you can't really make a joke about it because Devi's family might actually be like the type of family that supports like bjp right mm. for example yeah. like a lot of wealthy indians in the states like do support this party that is sort of, like, targeting Muslims. So it's, like, not really a joke. It's, like, kind of true. So, like, I don't know. Like, if it's kind of Islamophobic, like, maybe just don't air it on Netflix. I don't yeah. know. That's, that's what I thought. That was a huge point. And I think I remember watching that scene and, like, feeling my stomach really just be super hopeful that they would use that scene to denounce these, like, implicit norms that exist within both communities, both the Muslim and, and yeah, the community, and just say, course. like, even whether that was, like, a comment from Davey being like, dude, this is stupid. Or even her saying, like, you know, my marriage didn't work out, but, like, 
I don't regret it. Like, I'm yeah. glad I was able to do it, you know? And, and the vibe I got after watching that scene, I was, like, really annoyed because I was like, there was this beautiful opportunity to at least make some, you know, strides against this issue in our culture, and this just left it exactly where it was. Exactly. It made no strides forward. If anything, it kind of moved us back because it was like, oh, she regretted actually it. Don't, yeah, yeah, actually she, don't, yeah. Actually don't, like, marry outside exactly. your religion or whatever. And, like, yeah, I totally agree. It, it goes both ways, but... It could have just even been a point like, oh, like you shouldn't disown your kid for like whoever they choose to marry or date. Like, exactly. Exactly. And even if they did get divorced, like she could have easily said like, you know, it wasn't because of this thing. It was mostly like internal. And I and I'm grateful that at least I was able to explore this avenue that, you know, is so ostracized in our community. So definitely a missed opportunity there. Any other any other missed opportunities from your own, Sophia? Um, so. I think we could probably discuss some of the common criticisms because the show did receive a lot of criticism, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I think we could just go into those and maybe talk about, like, whether we agree or disagree with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, one of the common criticisms was that the characters were one-dimensional. Like, some of the reviewers of the show just thought that, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like Paxton, for example, being like this hot jock and like he was also like kind of dumb, you yeah. know? So like that's a pretty stereotypical played out trope. Yep. Um, or like the rich kid with detached parents. Parents, yeah, right? with Ben. ben yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I do see that. And then like another reviewer was saying like, oh, her friends, like um, Eleanor and Fabiola, like they were pretty – uh, like complex, but then her mom and like her cousin were kind of one dimensional. Oh, definitely. Like, I definitely agree with both of those. Like, especially the cousin, very one dimensional. It was very tough for me to get a vibe. Like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I think there's like some disagreement among the critics on like whether or not the characters are one dimensional. But like, I don't know. What do you think? I I agree with you, especially on the home life. Right. I wish they had dealt gone deep, more deep into that because I think as they see Americans where they see Americans right so half they see half American and yeah. they showed a lot of the American side like her acclimating to school her partying her like having a crush on this guy all very American things but there was such a big opportunity I mean I'm to pretty get... sure they see people have crushes too oh no 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 <laughs> Like crushes, crushes in like high school, you know, like yeah, it's, it's yeah. not talked about, but there's also a lot of, um, basic parts that are such a big part of our identity that isn't necessarily American that I think they could have talked about. Like, yeah. you know, like, um, at home, like what, why did she have such a close relationship with her parents? What did that look like? She has some flashbacks with her dad, of course, mm-hmm. but I would love to have seen like, how did that dynamic emerge between her and her mom? Was her mom always a super gung-ho, like, you have to go into Princeton? Did she do a lot of stuff in her childhood? Um, did her cousin, like, overshadow her with her company? You know, like, there was just, like, that lack of home-life balance that I wanted to get I, to understand that dynamic more. Yeah, I totally agree with that because the, the next criticism that I was going to bring up yeah. that the show has received is that Davy was too whitewashed. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, exactly what you just said. Exactly, because it's so hard. She's clearly... And you can look at even us, right? Like, if you looked at me in, in high school and you in high school and just filmed that part, we would be super whitewashed. It would just be like, wow, look, these guys are just totally... But, like, 
the way you knew we weren't is by showing our life at home because you probably talked to your parents in your home language. I talked to my parents in my language. I knew there's certain things they care a lot about. You knew your parents mm-hmm. cared a lot about certain things. And we would I almost lived two identities. I think I talk about that a lot. Like there was the high school prereq and at home prereq was like an entirely different person. <laughs> and they sh- definitely should have gone a bit more into that if they really wanted to show the, the Desi American experience. I, I agree with that. I feel like it's it's definitely hard to avoid that in a high school show where like obviously she wants to fit in and stuff. So like I totally get that. And I think a lot of Desi Americans can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Like sort of just acting very... Um, I don't know, like, whitewash or... I don't know if that's the right word, but just, like, assimilating in public. Or literally almost having two different personas, right? Like, the public Sophia is probably very different from the Sophia, like, when she's purely around her mom, dad, and brother, you know? Yeah, I think so. I mean... Yeah, I would agree with that. And I feel like less so now, but in high school. Oh, high school definitely. Yeah, for sure. Because sure. in high school, there's all these things you know, like, is this okay with my parents? Like, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to stay after school for these things. It's weird, you know? So I remember always trying to balance with those two things with, like, oh, I, I want to feel cool and accepted, but I also don't know. Don't know like, if I'm allowed to do yeah. these things that will make me be cool and accepted. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Um, um, I agree with that. Exactly. So now that we've discussed all of this and positives and negatives, if we could change something, and I think we've already hinted at a lot of this, what would you personally change and what would you do differently? I think like the Islamophobia scene, like I mentioned, I would just have add in a little bit more from Davy, just like a line or two on like, oh, that's really messed up. Like our community needs to like be more accepting, something like that mm-hmm. so that it wasn't just like, Here's some Islamophobia, like, next scene. Exactly. I, I don't know. If anyone from Never Have I Ever producing and publishing is listening, I'm sure there's room to do this in season two, so <laughs> you yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Um, yeah, so again, this is for uh, probably going to happen in season two, I would hope, but, like, I would love, love, love to see a lot more of the Indian side of Devi. And I, I know she has it because almost every Desi American I meet does. And it only is a matter of time that you figure out, like, where is it in you? Because, you know, all of us bond over a lot of these cultural similarities. And I know Davy has those, too. It's just that we haven't seen it yet because, first, she doesn't seem to have too many brown friends. Um, so I, I'm really excited to learn a bit more about her brown side and, and see how she has developed and where that relationship with her mom and cousin come from. So I'm sure that'll happen in season two. Um, but I think that's definitely a, a huge opportunity that we should look into moving forward. I totally agree. I feel like that is what's going to happen in the upcoming seasons because that's how they're going to show character growth, right? Yeah. They're going to probably show her leaning into her culture, accepting who she is. And yeah, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. So. And I mean, overall, a huge strides for our community, don't you think? To see like someone like Mindy Kaling and Maitri on, on the big screen and really, really showcasing um the Daisy American experience. I think it, it hit home yeah, to a certain extent for absolutely. all of us. I totally agree. It's a great first step. And hopefully we're going to see more shows like this in the future. Definitely. All right. So I think that wraps up this episode. Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed this. Hope that you subscribe, rate, review, uh, screenshot, and share to Instagram stories. Like tell a friend. That is how you pay us because this is a free podcast and we need you guys to do a little bit of marketing for us. Um, That's the only way that we're going to, you know, be able to continue producing these. So please and thank you and we'll see you guys next episode.